Amazon. Let's get going. Okay, a good nerve Shabbos. Let's uh, let's keep steiging. Let's keep going through Bavavi. We're in the middle of Chelak Beis Perek Yud Beis. We're in the second volume of Bavavi, and we are in the middle of the twelfth Perek, the twelfth chapter. And the focus of the twelfth chapter, Bavavi, is teaching us the importance of including Tefillah, including prayer in any sort of relationship and dvekas that we're trying to build with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And last week we ended off with a really a, a foundational and important point where Davra Melech said, Va'ani tefillah, I am the embodiment of tefillah. And we learned that no, nothing true, no true ownership of anything and no true achievement of anything can come about without tefillah, without prayer. Now, tefillah doesn't necessarily mean from a sitter. Again, tefillah is a dvekas. It's a connection. There's various styles of tefillah. There's various ways to go about it. But for something to truly become a person's, there needs to be tefillah involved in it. So if I daven, let's say, daven for something, or I never daven for something, but Hashem sends me bracha. Here's what's so foundational about what Bavavi is teaching us. Hashem sends bracha to a person's life, health, finances, friends, family. If there's no tefillah involved, the ownership of the bracha doesn't come to fruition. You might have something, but you don't truly have it. It's something that's there, but I haven't truly received it. Because I never included tefillah in something. For something to be truly received and integrated into me as a bracha, it must have tefillah included in it. It must have davening in it. Okay. Tefillah is the receptacle. Tefillah is, is the hand. Now, what, what does tefillah do? So the next paragraph in Parak Yudbeis that we're up to is, is called tefillah mitech tefillah. Tfila from within tefillah, and not to daven with a sense of separation. Now this is fascinating. What does this mean? Tfila with tfila as opposed to a sense of separation. So here we go. A person should create habits for themselves, which is make it a habit throughout the day, like we learned last week, to speak directly to Hashem in second person and not in third person. We don't say... We don't say something about Hashem. We say you, okay? Lamashal, for example. For example. Who come a biker. We wake up in the morning. You wake up in the morning. I wake up in the morning. We leave our house. We start getting dressed in our house. Let's say a, a, a from Torah man who's trying to make minion in the morning. But this applies to each of us, however we start our day. So a person is going gonna, is gonna to leave their house. And they go to Davin. Now, here's what's incredible. In Chazal, if the sages are teaching us that without tefillah, I can't really fully receive anything. Now, even me going to Davin means I need to Davin. I need a Davin to be able to go Davin. Imkain, if so, it's incumbent upon me when I go Davin to pray before Hashem, that I be able to pray properly. 
How so? I shouldn't have distractions. Anything external. I shouldn't be bothered by people who are davening near me. My thoughts, worries, troubles. It shouldn't get to me. So I need a daven even for the ability to daven properly. So what does that mean? So As I walk into shul, Again, I need a daven to be able to drive my car. I need the car to start. I need the daven. So let's say when it comes to tefillah, I come to Shul, I say, Rabbi Nishalavani, he writes to this fellow, I really want a daven. I want a daven in front of you. Again, this is an example of somebody in Minyan, but this applies to, to anybody who wants to say the, the morning brachas. Anybody who wants to just talk to Hashem. I say, Hashem, I, I, want, a, I want a daven. I want a daven. I want to connect with you. But I know in order to receive anything fully, I need I need davening involved in it. But I also know the realities of the world. If I if I'm not given the proper structure, the proper setup, if I'm not given the proper help to even daven, I can't even daven. I can't daven. I have to daven to be able to daven. Azarli, help me shat filosity that this davening comes out proper. that I'm able to have proper kavana, vachulu vachul, etc. etc. In other words, this this is uh, seems like a long statement, but the truth is it's a simple thing. It's just throwing up tfila. Throwing up tfila. Hashem, I, I need help. I'm going to davening, Hashem, I need help with my davening. I get distracted easily. I need your help. That's it. Pasha. Just straight out. I'm speaking to Hashem in second person. Bovavi kicks in, he says, by the way. If we're thinking about this fully, you can always ask, if you only get things through tefillah, how do you ever get the place to have your first tefillah? Because you need tefillah to be able to daven, but that itself becomes a tefillah. So how do I ever get it to the first tefillah that I'm able to daven for these things? He's asking, uh, you know, psychologically, how this works. He, He says something incredible. We're not going to delve into this into this now. I myself have not gone through this uh, this specific idea, but just a taste of, of what he's going to share with us. He says, "Zuhi she'ila Taiva. He says it's an, it's a great question. It's going to take. We, we should expand on it. Don't leave it. Something to be thought about. But Pekzara, what the point is, he says, Bekitzer in a nutshell." The very there's a difference between tefillah that comes from your very essence or tefillah that comes from your brain. Tefillahs that come intellectually, and apparently tefillahs that come from the neshama is don't need a tefillah prior to it. So the the first time that a person even comes to daven, it, it has to stem from a place of of neshama dika tefillah. That's that's a, a a little taste that he wants to throw in. But the, the bottom line of, of what Bovavi wants to, wants to uh, let us know is that people want to daven properly. We want to come. We want to ask Hashem. We want to thank Hashem. We want to praise Hashem. But our Avaida really has to be where I know I davened yesterday. I know I davened the day before. I know I had distractions yesterday. I know I had distractions the day before. And therefore, when I come to daven now, right now, we're, we're, we're davening as we're learning together Or as soon as we go off We're going to be davening Or any, any anything we want to speak to Hashem about And, and daven for and, and contemplate about We say I'm asking you I've been trying to daven I'm, I don't know how to do it 
or I'm distracted. There's always things in my way. Personally, I don't want that. I'm sincere about that statement. Help me by removing these distractions, which means the main tefillah also needs a tefillah prior to it. If you don't have a prayer before a prayer, you're never going to fully own that tefillah. In order to fully get something, you need a daven for it. So in order to fully get a davening, I need a daven for a davening. So the pnimius, the inside, the kishkas, the intestines, if I don't daven before I daven, so my tefillah is going to be lacking. I'll have the words of tefillah. It will be a power of tefillah, but the kishkas of it, without a tefillah prior, won't be a proper receptacle. Davening gives birth to davening. Which means like this, this is where he wants to go with this. Tefillah should be mitaych tefillah. That was our original statement. Tefillah should be from tefillah, not from nefrodus, not from a place of separation. Very often we approach tefillah with a sense of separation. But if I approach tefillah from a place of tefillah, there's no separation. I'm already included in the, uh, in the essence of it. Now, what does this mean? How does, how does this play out? So Bavavi says like this, Tefillah kol prat prat. Yeah, there's Tefillah on, on each, each and every detail. What we just did is give is uh, one example. Yeah, one example, davening. Just one example, something that we do, and we need a daven to be able to daven. But it's anything. A person wakes up to eat breakfast. I should daven that the breakfast goes properly. When I eat, I don't want any. I don't want. Uh, first of all, there shouldn't be chas anything dangerous that happens. But also, if we do this, what happens is, says Bovavi, when we ask Hashem that when I eat, it should be a, it should be a, a, a an eating that's fit, an eating that's proper, an eating that's kosher. What's going to happen is, while I eat, I'm not engrossed in the food. I can enjoy the taste of the food. Hashem gave delicious tastes and flavors and textures, and we're supposed to. But what's going to happen is, is I'm going to I'm going to feel Hashem beseich the breakfast. When I when the, you have you, you bite into whatever you're having for breakfast, or you're drinking whatever you're having for breakfast, it's no longer going to be about the coffee, the muffin, the bread, the toast, the the, the, the cereal. It's about it's about Hashem. It's about Hashem. Hashem gave me the crunch. Of, of the toast. Hashem gave me the taste of this. It, it, it becomes one spitz, one, one essence of, uh, of spirituality. Even the geschmack that I'm having is not something that I'm, that I'm separating from Hashem. In even when a person comes to learn Torah, we're going to daven that it should be understood properly. If a person's going to work, the work should be successful. The work should be matzliach. There shouldn't be disturbances, or I shouldn't be introduced to something that's forbidden at work. I shouldn't. People shouldn't put things that are forbidden sites in front of me, and and uh, so on and so forth. Every as long as a person's alive and walking planet Earth, this is the method we need to use. The method of growing close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, al tefillah, through davening, again, this is not siddur davening per se. 
This is maintaining an awareness of HaKadosh Baruch Hu and HaKadosh Baruch Hu's involvement of everything that we're going through. So we've been going through Bovavi, B'liyayin Har, Baruch Hashem, together, and, and we've been learning about Dvekas and connecting. Now Bovavi is teaching us is good, what's going to make it happen. Everything that we're describing. Really, a lot of it is Tefillah, right? It is that Tefillah is, is connection. It's but it's, it's second person talking. It's second person talking. It's an awareness. And sometimes we're going to lose the awareness. But even when we lose the awareness, we turn to Hashem and we say, Hashem, I just lost awareness. I need help. I need help for that. Please help me remembering to import uh, the, this important principle of including you and to remember better you in my breakfast, in my work, in everything, in everything that I go through. It, 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 this applies, by the way, Bobavi says, this applies even to Amuna. We, we think about various things. We say, Hashem, allow me to be a receptacle of deep Amuna. That also, even having Amuna needs tefillah. It's not just there, through my knowledge, to make it something real in my feeling, that also, that also needs davening. The bottom, the, the bottom line that Bavavi is trying to give over to us, and obviously it's a lifetime, it's a lifetime of work, and it's constant, and it's noticing, and there's, there's a, you know, he says there's a long way to go before reaching a level where we're always feeling with Hashem, but this is the way of life, and that we always realize we're in the company of the Rebbe That's the main idea. The main idea is we're constantly in the company of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. He says there's a well-known medrash, Listen to this medrash. There's a beautiful nigan, there's a beautiful song that they put out with these words. But Chazal teach us in Bereshus Rabbah and Yud Dalit Tes. Amar Reb Levi b'shem Rabbi Chanina. Rabbi Levi says in the name of Rabbi Chanina. I'll call Neshima Uneshima. Through each Neshima, now it, Neshima obviously hints to Neshama. So, but Neshima also is a breath. I'll call Neshima Uneshima for each breath. Sha'adam Naishem, that a person breathes, Tsarich Lakaleis Labayre. He should praise Hashem for this breath. And we've been breathing hundreds of times just while we've been together, right? Shinamar Kolha Neshama Tahalalka, Kolha Neshima Tahalalka. Mamish, every breath that we take, we praise Hashem with. Now, this Medrash is obviously dealing with a very high Madrega, a very high level. Of mamish remembering within each breath, but it's it's teaching us the idea, the the foundational idea of what we're striving for. At least what we're striving for to constantly be connected to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. and the the avoid of this avoid of tefillah when we daven. What we daven for is connection. Everything that we daven for, it's there for connection. We have necessities. We have things that we need. We need parnasa. We need a livelihood. We need our health. We need our friendships. We need, our, we need family members. We need community. There's a lot of things that uh, there's a lot of things that we need. The goal says Bovavi of tefillah is not to get these things per se. These things are, as as he's taught us previously, these things are side perks to tefillah. But what happens is, the main purpose of tefillah is to bond, is to cling. And when we cling to Hashem, 
we're now receptacles to receive whatever we're diving for. But it's the clinging that's going to bring it. It's the bonding of to Akadosh Baruch that's going to bring it. And the more I bond, the more the words that I say can come to me with al yedei tefillah, with tefillah. This is it's it's obviously nothing's ever a coincidence. But uh, in this week's parsha, like we learned earlier today in the women's lunch and learn, where it says vayetar Yitzchak. Yeah, the Yitzchak beseeched Hakadosh Baruch Hu, the Neicha Cheshtoi, opposite his wife Sarah, because because she was barren. So the Mefarshim say Vayetar is an expression of an arrow. The Tfila, prayer is an arrow. It's something that has a. It just forces things to happen. It makes it happen so much so that, as we explained earlier today. Esav, because of Yitzchak's tefillah, had to be born now, which shortened Avram's life by five years. Right? It's well known in the Medrash. Avram, uh, Avram passed away and Esav was out in the field murdering. He came back. Why did Avram die then? So Mepharshim said, so that he shouldn't see Esav when he turned to Tarbas Ra, when he turned away. What's that? What does that mean? His time wasn't up. Mepharshim say Avram was supposed to live to 180. He ended up living to 175 so that he shouldn't see Esau. Which means because of Yitzchak's tefillah, his son had to be born now, which ended up meaning his father died five years earlier than otherwise was predestined to be uh, to be 180. But by Yetar, it's, a, it's an arrow. Tefillah is an arrow. Tefillah is something that, cre- that, that brings, it brings things. It, it allows us to be a receptacle for these things that we are, uh, that we're striving for and this connection that uh, that we uh, are all are, are all yearning for to do this every everything that we're involved in, just, just learning here together. We need uh, Hashem. I need you. I need your help to, to make sure we're understanding this properly. I need your help to make sure that it's going to go well. Everything, everything is Hashem, right? Everything, the, the the chair stays in place. But when we talk to Hashem, a second person, it it makes everything spiritual. And I'm not anxious about my breakfast. I'm not anxious about. The sheer. I'm not anxious about my shopping. I'm not anxious about this because it's you, Hashem. It's you, Hashem. Everything that we, it's the same we've been saying, but now we're just bringing out that it has to come, Al Yadei Tfila. It really has to come through Davidings. So let's just wrap up this idea for for this week. Lissikum, to, uh, to start wrapping things up for the, um, uh, a summary for the goal of, of Tfila. Okay? So what's the goal of tefillah? In order to reach the goal of tefillah, which is attachment to Hashem. There's two conditions, which is, A, number one, davening should be constant. Davening should be constant, as much as possible. The more davening, which means the more speaking to Hashem, that's tefillah, that is possible, the more power the tefillah is going to have. And condition number two is, we speak to Hashem in second person, directly to Hashem, you Hashem, we speak with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is with us, we speak in that fashion, and not about HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Now Vadai certainly says Bovavi in his wrap up, on this idea, when a person is learning Torah, 
or you, you know, where a person's involved at work, you can't necessarily have your mind focusing on on tefillah throughout. There's going to be minutes and times where our brains are focused on what needs to be focused on, whether it's on limud atayra, whether it's on work, whether it's what what we need to buy in the store. But within those times, we have to find the moments. We have to find those moments where we could turn to Hashem and have a conversation again. It shouldn't be, oh, I'm at work. There's no time for a conversation. It's like, no, you got to focus on the paper or the spreadsheet at work. You focus on the spreadsheet. As soon as you have a break from that spreadsheet, you say, thank you, Hashem, for being able to accomplish this. Or Hashem, I need your help to keep going on this. Or, or uh, wow, this Hashem, right? It's, it's a tefillah. It's a tefillah. It's speaking. You, thank you. Um, uh, I need you. I get stuck on the spreadsheet. Hashem, I need you to help me out. I need, the, the, you know, the, I, I have a, I have a deadline. This needs to be done. Okay? Even uh, le- learning Torah itself, uh, uh, could be in, in, saturated with davening. You could even have Torah learning if it's not saturated with davening could be to an extent a Torah learning that has separation from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's wild. Torah, Torah. Right? Yisrael by Reis V'Kodesh Abrech Chadu. The Torah is one with Hashem and Klai Yisrael. If there's no tefillah, it doesn't have Achtos Kumur. It doesn't have, uh, it doesn't have uh, complete oneness with the Yid and, uh, and with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Of course, according to Rich Tveikas, you also need Ava. There has to be love. There has to be, um, you know, Ava Shem, Uvez Hashem, Narchim Bezeb, We're going to continue to expand and elaborate on this in the coming chapters. But what we need to know is, the, it's, the, I, it's the point of taking Tefillah. Making tefillah the main, the mainstay of our daily lives. This takes a lot of effort. It takes training. It takes caring to do this. But the avayda is that tefillah should be the mainstay of our daily life. Now, there are some people that there's certain things that anchor them. There's certain things that anchor them. Okay? For me personally, my Limur Atayra daily is anchored by having to give a Dafyaymi Shir. So you have to prepare the Shir. And you have to give the Shir. And then there's thinking about afterwards what could be given, what could have been given over with more clarity, what tomorrow things that maybe. We weren't able to focus on enough today that need to be presented in a better way tomorrow. So you kind of have like, you're anchored. My Lima is anchored by Dafyami. Now some people, they're anchored by once a week class. Some people are anchored by uh, getting a, a coffee every three hours. It's whatever it is, people look forward to various things. Says Bobavi, Halavai, we could live a life where Tfila is the anchor. Where throughout our day, we go back to that. That's what our minds are on. Our minds go back to talking directly to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. 
through this, through tefillah, utilizing tefillah, true dveikus can be attained. Be'ezas Hashem, obviously, everything is Be'ez Hashem, everything is with the, uh, the help of Hashem. Okay, that's the uh, end of Perak Yud We'll hold it here for this week. If anybody has any questions or comments, please feel free to, uh, to share.